If you don't have a Bible, you can just raise your hand. Say, this is God's Word. word. Not Pastor Eben's Word. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can be who it says I can be. And I will have what it says I can have. Today, I will hear the Word of God. I boldly declare my mind is alert. My heart is receptive, my ears are open, and I better not go to sleep. I'll never be the same, never, 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 I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Father, we thank you for this time that we have to fellowship around your word. We thank you that your word is life-giving. Your word causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. We thank you for the Spirit of God which is here to teach us and guide us into all truth. As our ears are open and our minds are receptive, we thank you that we'll leave this place with our minds renewed and our hearts encouraged. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated this morning. We're in our third lesson in our series entitled Back to the Basics. Say that with me. Say Back to the Basics. Amen. The purpose of this series is to to teach those who may not know how to live an enjoyable, spirit-filled life. It's to reignite those who have lost their zeal and remind others of how awesome life is when we are at the top of our spiritual game. Now, our lesson today is part two of our pursuit in understanding how to properly study God's word. So our topic again is studying produces substance part two. Say this with me. Say studying Studying. produces substance part two. Now, I want you to turn your Bibles over to the book of 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 2. We used this uh, verse last week. I want to start off with it this week so that we can all get on the same page. 2 Timothy chapter 2, we have been instructed by God to study his word. And, and, and the reason why I'm covering something that is so basic and foundational is because we've been told to study the Bible, but most people don't know how to study the Bible. And so that's one of my main reasons in going over this particular lesson. Now, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, are you there? All right. It says, what's the first word in that verse class? Come on, say it louder. Study to show yourself approved unto God. Now, I want you to notice something about that verse. It didn't say allow Pastor Eben to study so he can show himself approved for you. Did you hear that? In other words, it is our responsibility as individuals to study so that we can show ourselves approved unto God. Then it goes on to say, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of God. Now, last week we talked about what it means to rightly divide the word. It means to cut straight. Everybody say cut straight. Amen. We talked about the difference between studying and reading. We found out that reading really is designed to produce knowledge, but studying is designed to produce comprehension. Everybody say comprehension. Amen. Now, let me show you, let me give you an example of the difference between reading and and studying. If I gave you a book 
on how to survive in the wilderness. And you're at home in front of your TV under, in the air condition, and I gave you that book. Well, you, and I said, I, I, just, I just want you to read this book. You'd read it, but you really wouldn't study it. But I bet you if I gave you that book and you were lost on a deserted island, I bet you'd study that book. That's the difference between reading and studying. Can someone say amen? amen. Now, last week we also talked about uh, the Bible interpreting itself. And that's one of the main principles that we need to understand about God's word. Number one, to rightly divide it, you got to first know that the Bible will interpret itself in three ways. Do y'all remember what those are, class? What are they? In the verse, what's the next one? In the context, in the context. and what's the next one? Previous. Previous usage. If you're hearing this for the first time, get last week's CD and you can, get, uh, you can get in on what it was. Now, before I jump into actually the method in which I see and know that it will help you study God's word, as I was meditating this morning, God gave me some stuff that he wants me to say to y'all up front. I hope I can get to what I want to get to this morning. I want you to turn your Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 4. 1 Peter chapter 4, so that you all will know about a month and a half ago, and next week we're going to declare who the winners are, but I I challenge our leadership to go on a a 30-day spiritual diet. I challenge them to do five things. I challenge them, first of all, to read at least three chapters a day. Also, I challenge them to pray in tongues or in the spirit 10 minutes every day. Then I also told them that they needed to uh, pray for the church, pray for my family, leadership, and also to pray for God to send laborers. Then number four, I told them to, what was number four? They had to listen to one of my CDs, which are typically about 30, 35 minutes. They had to listen to a CD every day. And then the fifth thing they had to do, they had to once a week report in if they did it or not. Now, if you miss one of those things, you had to start over all over again. So if you on day number 29 and you miss praying in the spirit 10 minutes, you had to start all over again. Now, of course, I'm rewarding them for doing that. We're going to get everybody who did it on the first try. We're going to pull three names out and they're going to win some money. Because God knows we are people that need a reward. Well, in going through that exercise, some, something happened to some of them. And I'm going to tell you what it is. Now, of course... Most of them, I would say almost all of them, got closer to God. Some of them found out what God wanted them to do. Some of them were getting ready to go to school for this, and God changed it and said, no, you're going to go to school for this. Well, guess what? First uh, Peter chapter 4, verse 12, are you there? Here's what I want to share with you. Don't be surprised if challenges begin to surface when you start drawing closer to God. In other words... Sometimes we get shocked. Here it is. We're drawing closer to God. We start reading our Bible. We're praying. We come into church more than we ever have. And then bad stuff starts happening to us. Now, if we don't watch it, we'll respond to what's happening bad in a wrong way. See, if I was the devil, I would do whatever I could to stop you from doing whatever you're doing to get closer to God. I mean, some of you all joined this church and your life went backwards. Like, oh my God, I joined this church and I lost my job. Well, you hated it anyway. You should have been, man, they, they fired you. You should have went out there going, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because you've been complaining about that job anyway, right? Okay, where did I tell you to go? First Peter 4, 12. Watch this now. Watch this now. It says, beloved, think it not strange. 
concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing has happened to you. In other words, here it is, you're saying in your mind, I'm doing the right thing. Why is this happening to me? Uh, he said, don't, don't, don't think it's strange. He said, but now verse 14 or verse 13, but rejoice. Inasmuch now that you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. In other words, he's saying, don't let these temporary trials bring you down because the goal of the enemy is to stop you from doing what you're doing. Some people go, well, I don't want the devil to get on me, so I'm just going to stop going to church. That's crazy. Now, watch this now. Uh... This is something specifically the Lord told me to tell you. The devil is counting on your inconsistency. See, here it is. You've started now this process. Because I'm talking about now how to study the word. So I'm challenging you now to read God's word every day. So you start reading God's word every day. You even start praying every day. Now your cussing goes down. Your attitude negative is going down. You're being more nicer to people. In other words, now you start doing the right thing and then all of a sudden bad stuff start happening to you. And so you know what you do? You start backing up. But I'm telling you, the devil, he's counting on your inconsistency. Because if he, if he can get you to stop doing it, guess what's going to happen? All he's trying to get you to do is stop so that the blessings that are on the way, because see, we control our blessings. I didn't know if you knew that. Do you know, God don't control our blessings, you do. Amen. Now, look at one more. I want you to look at something. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Then I'm going to try to jump into my lesson here. 1 Corinthians 10. Because there are some people in this room who the devil's been trying to push you to quit. He's been trying, I mean, he's talking to you. And see, the problem about him talking to you, you ain't talking back to him. See, let me explain something to you. When, when Jesus was being tempted by the devil in Matthew chapter 4, the scripture says, and he answered the devil. You got to answer the devil. Don't just let the devil talk to you. You ain't going to make it. You sorry. You ain't. Uh, don't let him talk. You got to talk back to him. And if you don't talk back to him, he's just going to run over you. Well, look at this. First Corinthians chapter 10. Then we're going to jump into this. First Corinthians 10. I just feel like I'm going to do what God wants me to do here. I know it ain't going to tie into my lesson, but it don't matter anyway, right? First Corinthians 10. Look at verse 13. It says, there has no temptation taken you, but such that is common to man. But God is what, class? He's what? He's what? He is faithful. Watch this now. Who will not allow or suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able. Stop right there. I just want you to know that whatever you face, you are able to handle it or you wouldn't be facing it. Notice it says here, he will not allow you to, be, to suffer. He, it says he won't allow you to be tempted above that which you are able. So if you couldn't handle the temptation you were in, you wouldn't be facing it. Then he goes on to say, which I thought was awesome. He says here, what verse am I in? All right, good. See, that's why I need my study Bible back. Okay, it says, he would not suffer you to be tempted above that which you're able, but will with the temptation, the trial, also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear. Here's my point. Watch this now. If you focus on the problem, it will get bigger. But if you focus on the solution, your problem is solved. 
Now listen to the message translation of that verse. It says, no test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through it. The bottom line is that you can trust in God. And whenever whenever there's a need in your life, God already knows what he's going to do. Now, go to John, and then we'll stop here. Go to John. Go to John. Go to John. Can I explain something to you? God already knows what he's going to do, so why are you sitting up there worried about it? Some of you all are wasting your time. You're just, I mean, you're losing sleep because you're trying to figure out How it's going to work. And I'm telling you, God already knows what he's going to do. Go to John chapter 6. Look in verse 5. John 6. John 6. And then look in verse 5. Watch this. It says, when Jesus lifted up his eyes, he saw a great company. And he said, Philip, go. Shall we go buy bread that these people may eat? We're talking about thousands of people. Then in verse 6, it says, and this he said to Philip. Proving or testing him, for he, Jesus, knew what he would already do. God, look at your neighbor, say neighbor. Whatever you're going through, God already knows what he's going to do. Amen. Now, that's good. Now, let's study the Bible. Now, I have no time, so here's what I'm going to do. God. Let me give you how to study real quick. Are you all okay? First of all, you need to get, a. this is number one, you need to get a good reference Bible that has a concordance in the back of it. A concordance is a section in the back of every Bible that has different subject matters or different keywords that allows you to see the different scriptures that you can look up. When you look in the back of your Bible, so like in the back of my Bible, I have a concordance and it's, you know, it's A, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And so I'm looking under the letter D and here's the word debt, D-E-B-T. And it gives me all these different scriptures on the word debt and the same thing. So you want to buy a Bible, first of all, that has some kind of concordance in the back. Number two, I know this is elementary, but some of you all don't know this. Number two, you need to study with a King James Bible. Now, let me tell you why. Now, I know we don't speak in King James, but let me tell you why Pastor Evan uses the King James Bible. It's okay to read other Bibles, but you got to watch them because some of them don't even say what it's supposed to say. Now, the King James was actually written or translated from the original language of the Bible for the most part. And and it's called King James because there was a king at the time who wanted the Bible translated into English, which is the language he was using, and that's why they called it King James. Okay, are y'all with me? Now, here's the thing about King James. The reason I say study with it is because if you have a King James Bible and you start looking, I tell you what, uh, go 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 to Matthew. Go to the first book in the Bible. Go to Matthew. Let me show you one of the reasons why you want to use King James. When you're looking at a King James Bible, you have to have it in italics. There are some, there are some words you're going to see that are in italics. You know that little crooked look? Y'all know what I mean, right? Well, the reason 
those, some, some of those words, not all of them, they're in italics. It's because those are words that the translators added to that verse to try to make it make sense. Are y'all with me? Okay, let me show you one. Go to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew 4. And let me show you an example of, of the words being in italics. Okay, go now to verse... Uh, Uh, go to verse 25. Go to verse 25. It says, And there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee. And, see that word from? That word from was added. Do you see how that word from looks different? Okay, now, if you don't study with the King James, you won't know which words they've added or not. That's why I say study with the King James because you will have a foundation of what words were added. Now, here's the second reason why. Because I'm going to ask you, to go buy a, a concordance. Write this down. It's called Strong's. S-T-R-O-N-G-S. A Strong's concordance is a concordance. And basically, it's a Bible dictionary that will give you all the definitions of the Bible. Now, these things, here's how one look. This is an old one right here. But these probably cost about 15 bucks, if that. Now, when you buy this, it's going to have every word in the Bible that's in the Bible. So if you wanted to look up any verse that says love in it, all you got to do is look up love and it'll tell you every verse in the Bible that talks about love. So now, guess what? You can now study God's word based on what you want to look up. So now that brings my next point. After you buy a concordance, you don't have to buy one because there are some software out there that you can purchase. Now, I use some software called PC Study Bible. I don't recommend that you get that because it's going to cost you about $900. Now, they do have some cheaper versions, so you can get those. But I got the one, I got the Cadillac version. Well, I should say I got the Rolls Royce version of all that, okay? Now, you can also go online to www.speedbiblecommentary.com. Speedbiblecommentary.com. Because it will do everything that this concordance will do. It's just online, and it's free. You can go and you can do word searches. It'll show you the Hebrew words and the Greek words. You can do all that in there. Now, after you get your little concordance, you need to pick now a quiet place so you can study. After you pick a quiet place, you want to pray before you start studying. What do you want to pray? Psalm 119.18. You can write that down. It says, open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Prayer works. So when you, before you study, don't just study, don't just sit down. Just like some of y'all gobble up your food. Don't even say your grace. Haven't did that yesterday. She saw me. I sat down. I said my grace. She said, Lord, thank you for the food I just ate. Y'all didn't get that, did you? She had already ate the food. She's praying after the fact. Well, before you, before you study, you want to pray and say, Lord, open my eyes. Prepare my heart so that I may see Things in your word that I haven't seen before. Then after you pray, you want to get you a notebook. We, we sell them, the little word of truth notebooks. But find your notebook so you don't have notes all over the place. I have a book. It says book of notes. And I write all of my notes in there. So when a thought comes to me, I write it in the book. Then the next thing you're going to do. There are four ways that you can study. You can study by topic. Everybody say topic. You can study also by the verse. You can study by a specific book. In other words, when I say topic, you just want to study love. So you get your concordance out and you look up the word love. And then you just go through all of them and see which ones you like. 
Then you can study by verse. You can just take a verse in the Bible and you just look up all the words in that verse and you can study by the verse. Or you can study by a specific book. In other words, you can just take the book of Ephesians and I'm going to study that. Or you can study by events, things that are going on. Uh, the, the, the millennium, or you don't want to get that deep, but just things that are happening. You know, I want to know what the red horse means in, in Revelation. Well, don't ask me because I don't know. It don't even matter to me. I've never seen a red horse. Probably won't ever see one unless Jesus come first. Right now, that don't, that, that don't matter to me right now. I just need a white horse where I can get home in my car and drive. Okay? Now, you can also do this. Just take the CDs that I teach y'all on Sunday. If y'all notice, I give you a lot of scriptures. I do that so you can go home, get your CD, sit down in front of a CD player, put the CD in, get your Bible out, get a notepad, and as I'm teaching you, you just hit pause and write down the verse. And now what's happening is you're developing a Bible study based on what I teach you. Then... After you determine what method you're going to study, if it's by topic, by verse, by a specific book, by events, or you're just going to study based on the topic that I'm teaching you, then you just define any words that stick out to you. You read a verse, like I read a verse in the book of Joshua. Go to Joshua real quick. Go to Joshua real quick. Go to Joshua. And and I'm out of time, but that's okay, because at least I got this part out, because this ain't what I wanted to do right here. Dog, on it. I didn't get to pass my first page, but that's okay. All right. That's all right. This is a holiday, right? We free to do whatever we want to do, right? Okay. But I'm still giving you some good information, right? All right. You're going to be all right. Calm down. Go to Joshua and go to uh, chapter 6. I think it's chapter 6. Let me see here. No, chapter 5. Now, how many have gone through something very detrimental in your past? And if you could erase it from your mind, you would. Okay. I have some good news for you this morning. I read, you know, this week my study, so I can help y'all. This week I studied the book of Joshua. I'm not done, so I'm going to pick up this week. And let me tell you what I did so y'all can see. Can I just give y'all some insight into my life? Okay. I have the Bible experience, or I have the Bible on CD. I put in the Bible in CD this week. I put my headphones on. I got my Bible out, and I pushed play. And I listen while I follow them. Because, see, I'm audio and I'm visual. So now I cover more information that way. Because if I read, I read slow. And I get stuck. And then I start getting sleepy. How many know what I'm talking about? Some, like some of y'all right now, you're sleeping. Like, gummy, will he talk about something else? I'm ready to go. Okay. Well, I ran across this verse. This will bless you. Joshua chapter 5, look in verse 9. It said, And the Lord said unto Joshua, The Lord said unto David, The Lord said unto Eben, The Lord said unto you, This day have I rolled away the reproach of wherever you experienced that. See, their reproach was in Egypt. He said, I've rolled away the reproach of Egypt from off of you. Praise the Lord. So now what you can do is you can substitute that for you. You can say, Behold, the Lord said unto Michelle, this day have I rolled that reproach of that, of that uh, abortion you had away from you. Y'all with me? So you take what, what happened to you and you substitute it in the Bible. You know how I found that verse? Just by reading and by studying. Now here's the last thing. Here's the last thing. 
After you now find a scripture that you like and you start looking up the words, then you want to share with somebody else what you've learned because that helps, you, it, helps it stick. Then the last thing, you're going to take the verses that, you, that stuck out. Let's say you looked up all the words in love. You take the verses that you like, and then you now put them on an index card, and you write them out, and you do like David did. You walk around, and as soon as, if you put your hands in your pocket a lot, you just take the card out and you read it. Now, I know this may have sound so boring to y'all, but let me tell you something. That's how I got where I am right here. I, I'm not exaggerating. I probably know more scripture than all y'all put together. Say, said, ooh, that's kind of bold. No, he ain't. You don't know how much scripture I know. <laughs> well, I know I probably know more than you, though. Because this is what I do for, just like you a machinist or you a salesperson, this is what I do for a living. And so there are some, some, some chapters in the Bible, I can say the whole chapter. Why? Because I've decided to know that this is what changes my life right here. So I know it was elementary. But if you will take what I just said and you will start, start with just 10 minutes. Don't try to be like me because I'll study for three hours and then it's time me. Oh, man, I got to go. OK, I'm, just don't worry about that. Study with the time you got. Don't let the devil make you feel bad that you only spent 10 minutes. That's 10 more than what you didn't have. Right, 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 right. Now, here's the challenge. I want everybody in our church to get on some kind of spiritual regimen. Now, who would commit? Now, don't do it if you ain't going to do it now. Don't raise your hand. I want to challenge everybody in here to read at least three chapters a day for this coming week. How many would take the challenge with me? Okay. Put your hand down. Now, who don't want to do the challenge? Let me see your hand. <laughs> you got one little kid right there. He raised his hand. I, I, can't, I can't read. I ain't doing the challenge. Okay. Here's the deal. I believe. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it for y'all too. How many would like to have some extra money? Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take, now you can't cheat. Touch your neighbor, say neighbor. Don't cheat. Here's the deal. Every day this week, you have to read three chapters a day. Now, don't do like heaven did yesterday. I, re- I, was, I woke up yesterday morning. I'm reading my Bible. I say, heaven, heaven wanted to watch TV or something. So my wife said, why don't you just do your devotions while daddy's doing here? So I said, heaven, just read a chapter in the Bible. Heaven went and found the smallest chapter in the Bible. I mean it. She went and found the smallest one. I think it had like five verses. Two verses. It was Psalm what? 117. Y'all can't use that one this week. She went and found the smallest verse. Uh, a chapter, and she, I said, Daddy, I'm done. I said, no, you're not. You're going to do one. You're going to do it for real. Well, here's the deal. I want you this week, three chapters. If you do it today, all the way up until next Sunday, you got to read before you come to church. If you do that, I'm going to ask you to fill out uh, the little card that we have here. You need to get the card. Where's the card? Where's the card? Where's the card? Where's the little card? The little card. For the church card right here? Y'all know the cards right here. I want y'all to go by the table. Go get one of these cards. Put your name on the back. Now, don't be writing in tongues. Write your name clear, please. (laughs) I want you to put your name where it says my name. First and last name. Don't put on here you know me. Don't do that. Put your name on here. And then I'm going to have a separate bucket where y'all put, when you come in, if you finish all seven of your days, you're going to put that in the bucket. And I'm going to have... 
five people to get $100. So you're going to come in, you're going to put your thing in the back bucket, we're going to mix them up, and we're going to pull your name. How many are going to do the challenge now? See, I see more hands now. All right, y'all stand up this morning. Now, I ain't going to never do this again. I'm just telling y'all right now.